24 episodes in 24 hours. 1,440 minutes of continuous recording. This is the 1440. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock at the tone, Eastern Daylight Time, 23 hours, 0 minutes, 45 seconds. Universal Time, 3 hours, 0 minutes, 50 seconds. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock at the tone, Eastern Daylight Time, 23 hours, 1 minute, exactly. All right. Ooh, David. Greg. Oh. That sounded I've great. I've just given up. <laughs> oh, man. We're under eight hours away. I know. We are less than eight hours away. We'll see the sunrise in eight hours. Oh, I think the sun, no the, sunrise will be less than eight hours. No, I think this, it said I think sunrise for Sunday, March nineteenth is something like six forty-five in the morning. So it'll be right at the very tail end of our last episode. Yeah. And I don't think we'll actually see it. The sky will be bright, but it won't be over the horizon because we have a hill across from our house. Let's see what the exact sunrise. Oh yeah, no, you're right. Six forty-five a.m. Boom. Beautiful. So, ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome back to the 1440. My name is Greg Klein. My name is Champ Deva. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> idiot. <laughs> the 1440 is a 24-episode podcast recorded continuously for 24 Shibbin. hours. Where we, will dis- where we will discuss many topics and ask difficult <laughs> questions and test our, our alertness by playing Midnight Club 2 on the PlayStation 2. We will tally our scores at the end of the season and see who is better and who is asleep. Please find the show on Spreaker, iTunes, and our website, champacline.com. All right, this is hour 17, episode how, how 17. How are we supposed to tally our scores? I don't know. For Midnight Club. Am I supposed to add this? You're all supposed th- to average them out by hand. Oh, shit, dude. No. I should have been <laughs> averaging them all. Wait. All right. Nope. I can do this. Hold on. I'll, I'm going to average. Keep talking. I'm going to do so this. So, anyway, episode 17. Um, it's currently uh, 11 o'clock at night. Uh, uh, sorry. Sa- still, <laughs> still not quite my bedtime, though. I'm no, not, me either. I'm not there yet. Sa- recording Saturday, March 18th. You're listening to this July 26th. What's going on, David? Oh, I am averaging these scores together for the first 16 hours. Oh, you don't really have to right oh, now. fuck off. I'm going to do it. So so now I'm going to have to carry the show by myself because you're Just sitting there. Just for the there next 52 minutes. You're fine. Crunching numbers it. because you're going to, oh, man. You, you really made me on threat of you were going to, you told me you were going to hit me if I didn't. No. Okay. So basically, July 26th, Wednesday, July 26th. Today is National Coffee Milkshake Day. It is. And I, I love good milkshake, except I now can't have dairy. But I know, that's, that's sad. That's okay. <laughs> I do, I do like yogurt. What about a yogurt milkshake? Is that a thing? That would be a yogurt shake, and isn't that like just yogurt? Yes, <laughs> I do. It's a good thing I like yogurt so much. Do you like yogurt? I do. I, I do too. I, do. I Eva is a big yogurt fan as well. Lucy has a visceral reaction every time she eats yogurt. Like, like what do you mean? Like, like she'll she'll start gagging on it, and then like she'll just like spit it all back up. Like flavor, or her body doesn't like it. Just uh, that she doesn't like the texture and the way when it gets. She just and she just sort of spits it all back up. Okay, she can't take it. Same thing with like bananas. She can't eat bananas because okay. it's for the exact same reason. Oh, 
Oh. It's unfortunate. So when I was a kid, my mom used to make me banana milkshakes. Ooh, so phenomenal. Which were I, like milk, but you'd take bananas and mix, blend them up. And I remember they were pretty tasty until I started getting oh. older. Um, I didn't like them as much, but that's okay. I mean, times change. People change. You know, yeah. recipes change. I, I would actually, a banana milkshake sounds fantastic. Yeah, but I see you got some ingredients over there, Greg. Yeah, so National Coffee Milkshake Day. I'm not going to make a coffee milkshake. But what I do have. What you got, boy? I got a, a bottle here of Smiling Hill Farm coffee milk, which I like very much. And a bottle of a main favorite that we talked about earlier, I believe. I can't even remember remember when. In the licorice episode. It might have been episode two. Yeah, I think it probably was. I have a bottle, a 750 milliliter bottle of Allen's coffee flavored brandy. Now, Allen's, people like it around here. People drink it. People mix it with moxie. People mix it with milk, which is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make what I affectionately call gorilla milk. We never actually opened that moxie earlier. I know. I, I think I'm going to have to wait till the morning now. Yeah, we can't. No. I can't really see because the light behind me turned off because it's on a timer. I Just saw a second. that. You're going to turn it back on? I'm going to turn it back on. Can't, can't rightfully see anything. I can't see without it. The timer's supposed to click the light off at like just after 11 uh, p.m. and it did because it's 11 p.m. So now I can read what's in the uh, coffee-flavored brandy. So... Allen's coffee-flavored brandy. It says, This very popular favorite derives its character from natural flavor extracted from selected imported coffee beans. Um, there's really not much on here. It just says alcoholic beverages, 30% alcohol by volume, prepared and bottled by Allen's LTD Somerville Mass. Caramel. Somerville? Somerville, bud. My uncle lives in Somerville. Yeah, so this is a New England, a New England beverage. I don't know where you can get it elsewhere there are different coffee flavored brandies out there for me allen's is is the top so what i'm gonna do i shouldn't be doing this at 11 o'clock at night after recording for 17 hours is this gonna put you under i don't think so i'm just gonna do a little taste (laughs) i'm gonna make one for my wife because she's she's been very very a a little a little nipper very nice and letting us just wreck the house today absolutely Oh, that's so, a, that's not as thick as I thought. No, it's not like it's. Here, give it a smell. It brings back good memories for me. Oh yeah, no, that it's I, that, not bad at all. Um, so you mix it up. I'm just. Oh Jesus, that's a little more than I oh, thought I'd put in. Oh dude. Oh dude. Oh, oh dude, dude guy. Dude guy, <laughs> what are you doing there? And so then, of course, uh, open the smiling hills. I mean. I like Smiling Hill Farm. Coffee milk is one of my favorite. Coffee milk. Coffee milk. Coffee milk. Uh, you're gonna come you're gonna come keller with me while we drink our milk. All right. I might have to get up and give this to Christy. And so you just mix it. I don't know what the proportions are till it tastes good. Yeah. If you taste too much brandy, put more milk in it. If you want more brandy, add more fucking brandy. <laughs> like Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I'm just going to have to step up here and give this to Christy. What else we got going on this hour? Well, we are... This was one of those hours that we kind of couldn't quite figure out what we wanted to do. Uh, But as we're now at 11 o'clock, we thought we would maybe talk a little bit about the 11th hour. 
Um, basically, the 11th hour, meaning sort of late in the night. Uh, this isn't technically late in the night, but I, we thought it was kind of appropriate. Or, you know, burning the midnight oil is another, another phrase. How's that taste? Mm. Is it just do you want a sip? No. No, okay. I do not. I'll be, I will be under the table if I do. Oh, that is good. Um, so, oh, my God, that is good. Okay. That's, that's enough. I'm excited for you. <laughs> I'm just going to add a little more milk. Um, so, yeah. So the 11th hour, basically meaning like late in the night or burning the midnight oil, was actually taken from a passage in the parable of the workers in the vineyard um, from the Bible. But the 11th hour, the way I always saw the 11th hour, like if you do something in the at the 11th hour, it's like at the very last minute. Yeah. Which kind of talks about how procrastination is something that I sort of thrive on <laughs> i thrive on the chaos of procrastinating i wait i literally do sometimes wait till the 11th hour like if i have an assignment that's due at eleven fifty nine on a friday night i will submit it at eleven fifty five. there's something like in in my mind i don't want to wait no i don't want to either i just do i know i shouldn't but i do and it's weird there's something about the pressure of getting it done at, you know that your back's against the wall that makes me work harder or clearer if i find that i have like an open-ended due date of something i'm not really that good at getting it done oh me neither oh i'm absolutely terrible it's probably why i didn't do well in college my first round <laughs> i'm doing a lot better now that's for sure yeah definitely but yeah so i mean 11th hour i think we do it i do it i even do it at work like i i am a i wait to the last possible minute to th- to complete stuff even at work now is this this is i mean procrastination is a thing it's not like it's people's they're deliberate about it it just happens i don't i don't know i don't it's it's what's the word not a defense or not an escapist thing it's just what am i thinking about? i know what you're trying to say but i can't think of the word so i'm going Mm. to stop trying to think and stop burping damn it hurting my brain i love it (laughs) um i did in high school too i always used to get myself in trouble at home about it too like my i was always like oh my parents would always ask Mm -hmm. is your homework done oh yeah Yeah, right no i'm good and i know that i've got like an hour left upstairs oh definitely but i knew i should have just all i had to do was say no i just have to go finish it but i'm like no yeah it's done <laughs> I, I my problem is my mom would would come after me. Got to do your homework. Got to do your homework. Got to do this stuff. And my thing is when I get pressured, I my response is to back off. Yes. So the more you push it, the more I don't do uh, it. Yep. So if you just let me go at my own speed, I'll get it done. Yes. You just can't tell me to do it. Absolutely. That's um, exactly yeah. Uh, and it was unfortunate because my mother worked for especially in high school my mother worked in the office at the high school oh that didn't help so she she had a lay of everything that went on sure. in that school so she knew when i wasn't doing something right in school and i wasn't a ter- like i wasn't like a rebellious student like i wasn't like a dickhead <laughs> i just didn't do the work sure and i hardly ever did and it's a yeah that's just the way i was and i did it in college too right yeah, me too. More so because I wasn't living at home. And I didn't have anything. Yeah, that was just bad. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have been there. Whatever. You shouldn't have been where? In college. Oh. I shouldn't have gone. <laughs> I was a waste. I didn't. Yeah. I mean, my fir- My first two years of college were, were good because I lived at home during those first two years. But it's just, you get that freedom. All of a sudden, you're like, wait, so I can legitimately do whatever I feel like. Do- yeah. Like, 
and I took advantage of that and oh certainly that was that was the end of that That's but yeah happened. and that was mostly because I procrastinated sometimes to the point where just I just didn't do the work and I just didn't submit. I know. Anything. I would just I would just flake and not do yeah. things, and then the farther behind you get, the less you want to do it. Absolutely. And I think part of it's also when you have to. I can only really focus on one thing at a time. Yes. I don't like having multiple things going on. I'd rather like if I had classes, I'd rather have an intensive class for seven weeks, and that's the only thing I have, and then jump to the next one, and then jump to the next one. Yeah. Not have like eight classes at once. I, I'm a terrible multitasker. Last. Was it 2015? I took three classes. Mm-hmm. Two were full 15 weeks, and one was a seven week. So I had to start. I took two at the first, and then I and then seven weeks later, I had the third one. So I had three classes running at once, and it was awful. Yeah. It was absolutely terrible. Well, I'm a firm believer that you can't multitask. I think okay. mu- multitasking is an illusion. Okay, there's only good time management. Yeah, yeah. Um. Like I don't think that you can you can only do one thing at a time. You cannot yeah. do like you can't talk on the phone while answering an email to somebody else and have them both make sense. Yeah, I think like, I would agree with that. I I, I yeah I I, I can see it, that. Like you're, one's gonna suffer. You're either not gonna be paying attention or you're gonna take forever writing that email. Yeah, like there's I, I don't know. Like I I would rather just like focus on one thing till it's all the way done instead of having multiple irons in the fire. Yes, but. If you can kind of cyclically come through, work on this for a bit, then hop over and work on this, that's still not multitasking, but you're just managing multiple things, but you're not doing more than one thing at a time. That makes sense. That's my personal workflow opinion. Oh, that makes total sense. I I hear you on that one. Absolutely. Um, You you wrote something down here, and I don't think it's an actual thing, but you wrote procrastination? No, I I was looking up, when I I was looking up, um, procrastination, like about schoolwork and stuff. There was this word precrastination came up. Okay, I, it, I don't know. It wasn't a thesaurus word, but it came up talking about ways to deal with procrastination. You know, putting things off to the last minute. Conversely, there is precrastination, where you have a compulsion or almost impulsively get things done as soon as you can. Like you, okay. you, you jump almost jump, jumping the shark. Like, oh, okay. You're so proactive that it almost gets you in trouble. Gotcha. That kind of thing. All right, that um, makes so sense. So it's the opposite of procrastination. So you can procrastinate and be un- just be under the gun, just barely making deadlines, or you can procrastinate um, and or pr- what is it? What am I getting it backward? Procrastinate. Oh God, I'm getting all mixed up. <laughs> or you can or you can get stuff done so quick that perhaps. You're you're missing the evolution, or you keep having to make amendments because it keeps evolving and changing. You yeah, know, yeah. something like that. Okay, where you're almost wasting the same amount of time either way. Right, 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 right. Like either constantly changing because it, you're it, you're always getting it done too quick versus yeah. just not getting it done at all. Yeah, or getting it done way too late. Sort of like the topics in these podcasts, we get done a little too quick. <laughs> a little too quick. <laughs> We're hammering through some of these pretty fast, but we have spent about. 17 six almost 16 and a half hours right doing recording this, this and then how when did we start writing all these notes like four months ago oh i think we started back in january even probably before january we initially thought we would start recording in january i remember talking about this in october that's right and i got cast in the show so we kind of bumped everything ahead because of the because i started i ended up in cuckoo's nest so we kind of moved everything ahead a little bit and you're, so that threw everything off. You're a big cuckoo. I am a big cuckoo. Um, <laughs> yeah, I am definitely not a procra- 
Yeah. Precrastinator, I am not. Right. For sure. Okay. I, I, I very rarely get things done before they're due. Um, <laughs> I don't like to do that. I, I don't know. And it, like you said, if there's something in my brain that just doesn't allow me to, even though I know I should, yeah. I still don't. Right. I, I do it all the time. I wait to the I wait to the last possible minute for almost everything. That's okay though. I mean, deadlines are there for a reason. Yeah. And uh in my professional experience, most deadlines get blasted by and just get moved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, deadlines yeah. are there to keep people on track or figure things out. Unless it's the only time I've really noticed that deadlines work or if you're doing a live show or something like that, because you the show must go on and you know, doors are gonna open period and you have to do something whereas you know oh the plumber didn't come this week i think we're gonna have to move the you know the trades a little bit right. move this and do right. that. stuff gets shifted around all the time you know it, it just it just happens you know yeah it just happens yeah absolutely um so what are we at right now about eleven twenty. so yeah. okay so this like i was saying earlier like this isn't quite my bedtime yet and i think we talked about this shit like way the hell back like when we're when we go to bed yeah like being a night owl like i think since college i've always been a night owl like i think in college i was like two three o'clock in the morning most nights just because i just didn't want to go to sleep oh sure it definitely carried over into post-college marriage kids all that Yep, to the point where now, like I said, I'm only about a four to six hour a night sleeper, and I'm fine with that, which is totally okay. But I think I've always been kind of a night owl, sure. Um, and I know I think you guys are too, as well. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about that earlier when we were doing our our show on shift work. Yes. Um. Yeah, I would prefer to stay up till midnight, one o'clock maybe, but get up around nine or ten and work longer. Yeah. So yeah, I'm definitely more of a night owl, and I remember I think I definitely took the trade a bit from my dad i remember him staying up he'd usually stay up and watch letterman yep so he'd the show would start at like 11 35 11 30 yeah um and then he'd stay up for maybe an hour and come to bed but uh yeah that was every night pretty much yeah and that was just his his thing and i would and he would sleep in late and i'd love to be able to do that and i I guess i do but i feel like shit in the morning yeah i hate getting up early so i have a question about sleeping in Hmm. so tomorrow when i after i leave are you gonna just crash i have no idea i'm just so i'm curious to know about how i'm gonna react to this like on my drive home i told kristen i would call her on the way home because she's like exceedingly worried about me driving home at seven o'clock tomorrow morning yeah so i was like i'll I'll call her so i can so she can at least talk to me on the way home but i'm just so curious to know how that tomorrow is gonna go for us i post I don't know. I will probably stay up for a bit. Yeah, kind of decompress a little bit. Maybe take the take the stuff out of the kitchen and that kind of thing. Maybe. Yeah. And then I'll I'll probably hit hit the ha- hit the sack in the morning and yeah. sleep until early afternoon, and then yeah. that's it. Or or power through all the way to and go to bed early. I don't I don't know. Yeah. I've definitely had twenty four hour days before. It's not going to be a new thing. So yeah. I don't know. I think, and I don't know if I wrote this somewhere else, but I think the the last time, and I don't know where I wrote this, so the last time I actually pulled an all-nighter, and I don't remember if I put this later in, so I'm looking, hold on one second. Yeah. So I don't repeat myself. <laughs> I did. I, I, pull, I We talk about all-nighters an hour 23 at 5 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so I, 
well, actually, hold on. Maybe I'll talk about it now because I was taught we were talking was we talk about all nighters. Um, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> um, so, have you ever pulled another all nighter prior to something like that? Like, like for like a full twenty four hours. Well, when I worked at Main State Music Theater, strike at the end of the summer. Yeah, at the end of the season, it was twenty four hours. So oh, okay. So my let's see. So I left there probably about eight o'clock in the morning. So on maybe a little later, maybe ten. I don't remember. No, I don't remember. No, it was it was at in the afternoon. Okay. So basically, I went for show call, which was about four thirty or something, and worked all worked the show all night. Would strike and then left in the afternoon the following day. Oh, okay. So that was twenty four hours. About a solid twenty four hours. Yeah, and I've definitely stayed up before. To watch the sunrise. Yeah. Like when you're at a party or something, that for me is one of the worst things in the world. You're having a good time, then all of a sudden you notice the sky's getting bright. You're yeah. Like, oh, shit. That's that's the <laughs> first That's the the first time that ever happened to me was the first time I ever had coffee because I knew I wasn't going to be able to make it home. Uh-huh. I had got, it's happened. So I got up and I had done it. We had done a show in college. This was before I came to Maine. We had a party. Somebody had a house like on a farm. So it was like huge air, like huge farmland. Right, and I remember I just didn't sleep the whole night, and I had just six, stayed up six thirty in the morning. I watched this. I literally sat in this woman's this this girl. <laughs> everyone was passed out, and I just sat there mm-hmm. and just watched the sun come up, and I was exhausted. Yeah, like so, that's there's a different feeling there. Like oh if, yeah, you're like Ugh. I love like early morning camping. That's different. That yeah, absolutely. But if you stayed up all night, I've been I've been sucking them back all night Oh, sure you know i at one point almost fell into a bonfire it was it was a bit but yeah 6 30 in the morning and i'm like i'm like and so one of the the mother had gotten up and she's like you guys whenever you get out of here you guys want some coffee and i'm like yeah i could take a cup of coffee and she's like all i have is sanka oh what's that it's instant coffee it's like the lowest of the low instant coffees and i'm like (laughs) I was like, no, I'm all set. I'm good. And so I got in the car and I drove home and I swung by Dunkin' Donuts and got my medium French vanilla iced coffee, cream and sugar, and that was it. I was like, oh, oh, this is good. But I'd been up since like 7 o'clock the night before. Right. uh, The day before. So it was was a long ass freaking day. Like, it's not bad. I I can do it. No, it's not bad. And I honestly think I'll be riding high tomorrow morning about 7. Right. I think the drive home will be fine. Uh, I will definitely fall asleep fairly quickly because if I'm alone in the house... Mm which I anticipate I will be. <laughs> Sorry. Um, the only other time that I can remember being up all night was the day Lucy was born. Sure, that makes I, sense. I had gotten up at about 7 o'clock, my normal time, on April 30th of that year, 2010. Uh-huh. I got a phone call from Kristen that morning. She went to the doctor, and the doctor was like, we got to take you in. She's the baby's, like, yeah, we're, you're gonna have this baby in the next 24 hours. Yeah, sure. So I remember. So e, Lucy was born at like 6:10. Okay. On May 1st, the next morning, and so at that point, it had been almost 24 hours since I'd been awake. I didn't sleep the whole night, and so then we had family and friends come to visit, like my brother, my family, my sister. They all came up to visit, and everyone through the day. And I didn't actually fall asleep until nine o'clock that night. Okay. So it was 38 hours. Yeah, I was awake for 38 hours straight, and apparently, like, I didn't hallucinate or get like weird, like uh-huh. people always like have those stories about. But all, I guess I just started like shutting down. Yeah, like, my body started to slowly just shut off. And according to Kristen, I ate an entire burrito 
that night and I have no recollection of eating it because I was so tired and I had conversations with people in the hotel in the hospital room wow and had no recollection that I was actually talking to these people nor did I remember eating an entire burrito that's amazing for dinner that night well there's there's yeah, it was studies awesome. so I don't know why I looked this stuff up and it might have been because we were staying up to do this but I found this there's a guy on YouTube I forget his name blah 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 I think he's uh, a British fellow yeah who, my wife's laughing at me in the background. What? Uh, I, she not, you're not on. What did you say? His name is blah, blah, blah. His name's a British fellow. British fellow blah, blah, blah. Hello, my What's name a, is blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Mr. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> okay. First name, British fellow. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Anywho, I think he holds the record for the longest, uh, for staying up the longest. Do you know what the record was? What was it? It's something like 100 hours. Ooh. Something like that. Wow! And I think he tr- he filmed it all and he tried to beat it again. He, I don't think he succeeded the second time around. But he says the hard part is uh, first day is fine. Getting through the second day when you start getting up into like the seventies and eighties, those that's really tough. Oh, I can imagine. And you start. You, he says what's important is like he would have people come over. He'd schedule people to come over to talk with him, just to kind of keep them exactly to keep them moving. Yeah. That's really interesting. So yeah, it's that's that's it's kind of fun, I guess. I'd be curious to see what would happen. Um, but Do you want to uh, just record another twenty four after <laughs> after this? Yeah, I think we should just stay awake. We'll record. <laughs> we'll just record. We'll just have the mics open and we'll just stay awake. Just the whole. Just but no no topics. Nope. We'll just leave the mics recording and there'll, just see how far we get. There'll be a lot of dead air. So have you? Do you have you ever? Okay. I don't know if it's on the DVD or on all the DVDs. On Monty Python's Meaning of Life, there's a soundtrack on the DVD called Soundtrack for the Lonely. I've seen it. I don't think I've actually ever listened to it. Isn't it just a guy going about his daily business? Because I know, I think I remember this. Like the opening of the movie, he's like waking up and he starts shaving. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I remember. So basically, it's the soundtrack for the movie, but as if it sounds as if the TV's in another room. And, oh, okay. And it's just the sound of this guy walking around his house doing dishes and talking to him. Like, hum, hum. So it sounds like there's somebody else in the house while you're watching this. That's amazing. Isn't it awesome? Did you watch the whole thing with that commentary? Yeah, I did once. Yeah. That's fantastic. There's no commentary. It's just the guy doing his daily, yeah. short, daily just, routines. Just like, <laughs> see him, hear him in the house, hear him doing dishes, hear him, you know, doing, yeah, like glasses, cleaning. That's awesome. It's fantastic. That's all. I think I still. I think I own that movie. I'll have to look and see. But I. I that's one of my favorite. Yeah, I, I, so if it's DVD, it must be on all of all. Of them. Oh, I'm sure it is. I'm yeah. sure it is. Um, I think they forgot one. Maybe they forgot Dave's. They forgot Dave's CD. What did I forget? DVD. They they just didn't put it on yours. They put oh. it on all the other DVDs except for yours. That's just not kind. Sorry. I just don't appreciate that. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> um. Would you rather, Greg? Oh, it's that time. Is this mine? It's just okay. about there. Um, this is <laughs> yours. One of them I know is an actual thing, and uh, the other one I'm not. I think both of them are an actual is thing. Is there? All right. Well, you read them, and I'm gonna I'm gonna Google. I probably shouldn't Google image search this, but I'm going to anyway. Okay, David. Would you rather? Oh, I just typed in Google. <laughs> Idiot. Shut up. Would you rather have a coffee enema? Or a yogurt enema. I'm looking up yogurt enema right now. <laughs> oh man, yogurt enemas for intestinal health. 
So eating it doesn't There's do the a, thing? It's a recipe. All right. <clears throat> Most people don't know that we need bacteria in our digest. Yes, I did know that. Shut up. Incredibly, you have more bacteria and other microorganisms living in your digestive passageway than you have cells in your body. Friendly bacteria in your gut do the following. Ba da 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 da. A yogurt enema is helpful <laughs> to those who suffer from IBS. Okay. Parasites or ulcerative colitis. That doesn't sound good. No. Yogurt enemas are performed in the style of an implant enema, which is a small nurturing enema that deposits nutritional value into the body rather than remove toxins. Okay. As an implant enema, the yogurt solution is less in volume than a routine cleansing enema and would be retained in the body without a dramatic expulsion. Without yeah. a dramatic... So it wouldn't explode out your ass. Expulsion. <laughs> I would assume, I would bet what it would that? be... Because it's thicker? I would assume it's not that... yeah, liquid, it's yogurt. <laughs> the it's per- yogurt. The purpose of using a yogurt enema solution is to implant probiotics directly into the body. Mm. Be sure to use active culture yogurt or make your own. Oh, so you're doing this yourself. Oh, oh God. Is, yeah, th- yeah. be sure to make your own or use an active culture yogurt. It's easy and inexpensive to make at home and the nutritional better. So, so do you want the enema recipe? I do. Let's listen. Eight ounces of plain yogurt, live acidophilus cultures. So basically it has to have live cultures in it. Sure. One quart of warm filtered water. Mix well. Make sure the solution has not cooled below 103 degrees Fahrenheit. Directions for administering the enema. Let's hear the directions. Pick a comfortable position. (laughs) The position in which you take your enema should be comfortable so you can relax. Place a folded towel underneath you in case an accident should occur. Make sure the person dispensing the enema has clear access to your anus. So somebody else is going to have to help you do this. You can't do it yourself. Oh. Relaxation is the key. You can't do it with a mirror? You probably could. Relaxation is the key for every aspect of an enema. Okay. Relaxation of the anus so the insertion of the nozzle is comfortable. Relaxing the whole body makes receiving the liquid as comfortable as possible. When receiving the enema solution, breathe in the nose and out the mouth to help the solution flow in as comfortable as possible. Anal lubrication. Have the administrator massage lubricant outside and inside your anus and rectum. This will help relax the anal muscles when the nozzle slash rectal tube is inserted. You might want to take a couple deep breaths as the nozzle passes your anal sphincter. Like, you know, out there there's going to be someone's like, oh yeah, sure, listen to this and be like, oh yeah, sure. And here we are just giggling. I know. Because it's, it's funny. Oh, Come on. Do I keep funny. reading or should I just should I answer the question? Um. Well, let's see what, an, what. So there's yogurt. What about coffee right, enema? So the coffee enemas. I feel like I. I mm. This will help me too because I know that I know that they're both a thing, but the yogurt makes sense because it's thicker. But if you're mixing it with water, what's? It's just gonna. You have the same uh, dribbleage issues, perhaps. I would think. Um, you uh, finding a coffee enema? Some proponents of alternative medicine have claimed that coffee enemas have an anti-cancer effect. By detoxifying metabolic products of tumors, there's no medical scientific evidence to support any anti-cancer effect of coffee enemas. They can cause numerous side effects, including infections, sepsis, 
severe electrolyte imbalance, colitis, proctocolitis, salmonella, brain abscess, and heart failure. If the coffee is inserted too quickly or is too hot, it could cause internal burning or rectal perforations. The use of coffee enemas has led to several deaths as a result of electrolyte imbalance, hyponatremia, dehydration, pleural, and pericardial effusions. So apparently... I think we're answering our, uh, my own would you rather here. yogurt enemas are far less dangerous than a coffee enemas. Wow. I would not have guessed. No. Well, not that yogurt enemas were dangerous, but that coffee enemas were so dangerous. It sounds like there's a ton. Here's, here we go. Coffee enema recipe and instructions. Okay. okay. Let's see how similar they are, and then we'll make our decision. Oh, my gosh. This is amazing. I'm leaning towards the yogurt enema as long as I have somebody I know comfortably to shove yogurt up my ass. Um, <laughs> let's see. Where to go? Procedure. Put a little over one quart of clean water in a pan and bring it to a boil. Add two flat tablespoons of coffee. Let it continue to boil for five minutes. Turn the stove off and leave the pan on the hot burner. Cool it down to a comfortable, tepid temperature. Test it with your finger. It should be the same temperature as a baby's bottle. It's safer to have it too cold than too warm. Never use it hot or steamy. Body temperature is good. Okay, so then you pour the coffee into the enema bag. Mm-hmm. Loosen the clamp to allow the coffee to run out to the end of the catheter and reclamp the bag when all the air has been removed from the enema tubing. Use a. Oh, okay, so you're going to hang with. Uh, <laughs> lie down on the floor on your back or right side. Gently insert the catheter. So you're doing this say, yourself. It doesn't oh. say anything about getting into a comfortable position. Nope. No. As just, the yogurt one was nope, like, it just says lie down. Super comfy. Just get this coffee up your ass. Lie on your back on or on your right side and gen- you're supposed to do this yourself. It doesn't tell you you need support. So you shove the catheter up there. <laughs> if you need lubrication, food grade vegetable oil <laughs> such as v- olive oil, a vitamin E capsule, or KY jelly should be fine unless you are a chemically sensitive it's generally a good idea to avoid petroleum products. So it this right off the bat is sounding so much more B-grade. Yeah, because you're doing it yourself. You're shoving the catheter. Gently insert the tube into the rectum a few inches and then release the clamp. Let the first half of the quart flow into your anus. Clamp the tubing off as soon as there is the slightest amount of discomfort or fullness. Do not change positions or use an incline board to cause the enema to enter further into the colon. This defeats the purpose of this type of enema. Try to retain the enema for a minute minimum of 12 or more minutes. Wow! <sighs> Hold it in there. Don't let it go. Sometimes there will be an immediate urgency to get rid of it, and that is fine. <laughs> If it helps to clean the stool out of the colon so that next time around you can hold more of the enema longer. Never force yourself to retain it if you feel that you can't. When you have clamped the tubing, remove the catheter tip and void when you have to. It is best to hold it for at least 12 minutes each time. After you've emptied your bowels, proceed with the remaining half a quart and likewise hold that for at least 12 minutes. And then void it. Wow. Yogurt enema. I'm good with that. I'm going with the yogurt. I want the yogurt enema. Yeah, it sounds like the other one was just like like some back alley enema. Seriously. Here you go. Here's your enema kit. Go have fun. Because at least the yogurt's cold. But like this is like it can't be too hot and it can't be too cold. But air on the side of it being colder. Yeah. But the yogurt's just like mix it with some water and have somebody shove it up your ass. 
<laughs> but it seemed a lot more clinical. This one seemed do it yourself. Well, the side effects alone, yeah, were a little creep. I were wonder, a little scary to me. Just the material, what it is, what coffee. I wonder if just your body reacts differently to it or can screw up your guts because of what it is. Yeah, so I'm going yogurt enema all the way. Me too, yogurt I, enema. If I had to, yogurt enema. Um, all right. Is it midnight club oh time? Oh my god, it is. And we switched. We switched cars. So I, we've got the we've got the city now. I'm gonna go ahead and let this load up. While Let's we're, see how good it is. I'm very curious. I have a feeling this one's gonna be pretty quick. This one's gonna be a fast car. Why is that woman making orgasmic sounds? I don't know. Uh, she likes the sound of the dogs. <laughs> the the dogs. Or the coyotes. Oh yeah. The coyotes. Yeah. Ooh, the pickup on this is a little better. Is it? Yeah. All right, here we go. Let's see how this will... Oh! Oh, dear. Okay. That is real loose. <laughs> All right, the handling... Yeah, how is it? It's a little loose. Like your stools after that enema? Yes. Yes, I'm going to have to void when I can. <laughs> Don't void in my living room, please. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, geez. It's so squirrely. Like, I'm not even hitting that. I'm not even hitting the analog You're stick. not even going that fast. 127. I'll see if you can make the jump. Can you even get... Oh, man. Okay. That wasn't bad. Oh, I can see you're going to get frustrated with this already. <laughs> Whoa. All right, it's it's looking good. I mean, so we're going to see right. how it takes this sharp turn at the top of this hill. Okay. Oh, That's yeah. That's what I'm feeling concerned about. Man, it's all over the place. I'm not even hitting that analog stick very hard. Yeah. Whoa. It's like, yeah, it turns really sharp. Okay. Here comes the test. Right here. Oh, man. Not uh, as, it's not as bad as the first one, but th it's still not, still not great. Oh yeah, that's tight. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna drift because if I do, I'll go rah, right into a telephone pole. Nice. Okay. Okay. It's freaking trees. When oh, I come, man. I think I came in under two. Oh yeah, one fifty nine. All right, I'm happy with that. Actually, that's not terrible. Not bad. One fifty nine. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Ready? Go. Restarting, and I want to go. Pick. Here we go. Here's the music today. Yeah, a little sluggish. Oh man, that's it. Sir. Here's this first turn. Yeah, ah, oh. right. Oh man, right into a telephone pole. Okay, let's see. Here we go. Yeah, this thing. Oh, jeez, another telephone. Oh. Oh no! All right, here comes your 
No, not yet. I don't think the soundtrack does anything. Is this the song that's just... Where's the jump? It's right here. Right here, okay. Yeah. Got it. Nailed it. Nice. All right. See, at least we got that down. Yeah, we, we finally figured out where that stinking jump is. All right, here we go. Yeah, see how loose that is? Yeah, I know how loose that is. That really didn't last. It gave me a boost pretty quickly, but... Okay. Okay, a couple more than that turn. One. Two. Here it comes. Hey, man. Ha. Oh, nice. And now you're in yeah. fourth place. Oh, yeah. Okay, so fourth. I'm good with fourth. Wow. Not well, bad. That actually turns really tight. I'm getting used to it. All right. That's not bad. What's that? 201. Okay. You still beat me. That was, But that was not a bad first round, but You though. beat me. I'm sorry. I can't help it. No, that's actually okay. I don't I don't love that car, but I could definitely get used to it. We'll see what we do over the next 3 races cuz the last race will happen so midnight 1, 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock in the morning will be our last race with that one. Okay. <laughs> so, and no it's going to be that's going to be um I think is that tell a joke day? The 2 o'clock hour? Yeah. I think it is National Tell a Joke Day or Book Lovers Day. It's Book lovers at 1 a.m., tell a joke at 2 a.m. Midnight, which is the next episode, is National Coloring Book Day. Oh! Um, I didn't bring any coloring books or coloring stuff, so we're just going to have to draw weird pictures and have each other color them. I love that. With what? <laughs> I don't know. Christy, do we have any colored pencils? We do. Well, once, once we roll this out, we'll have some time yeah. to kind of get that together. All right. So... I think that's going to wrap it for this week. You think? That was a solid week, actually. I like that one. I felt pretty good. I really enjoyed that. We had a lot of fun on that trip, I think. And also, okay, so right now it's it's about quarter of midnight. 15 minutes from now, episode 50 of Blow Your Mind gets released. Oh, that's exciting, isn't it? I'm pretty psyched so, about that. So by the time everyone's heard this, we have been doing Blow Your Mind for over a year. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. Wow. Yes, we really, really have. <laughs> I'm just going to say, Wow. What the heck? I like that we're playing this music over the... I actually dig this music. This, this one, is pretty this good. This is a good one. I love it. It's a different car, so we get some different music choices. Oh, boy. Okay, I guess that's going to wrap All it right, up. Wrap right? it up. All right, guys. This Throw was it a away. Good one. This was a good show. This was a good show. Thank you all for listening. That's the end of episode 17. That's, so if you yeah. like this, follow us on Facebook at Let, well, at Let Us Blow Your Mind. Twitter at BlowYourMind14, Instagram at ChampaKline, and of course, ChampaKline.com. Subscribe on Spreaker or iTunes. Join us again next week where we color books. <laughs>